Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pro.com. That's Serta with a C. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two of Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from Central Arkansas. Now, how did I get this screen over here? Where did that come from? I have there, no idea. Uh, there it is. Uh, you got the right one. Here. Let's do this. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. When does Danny get a break? Um, yeah, he doesn't get a whole lot of breaks. I mean... There's busier times and there's quieter times, but right now it's busy. I mean, it's an open, uh, you know, you can have commitments, uh, or excuse me, uh, recruiting official visitors through June 29th, June 27th, I think. So um, they've got a ton of visitors coming in. And then uh, at the end of the week, you've got the transfer portal opening on April 15th. Uh, but at least that's just two weeks. You know, I think the real hard, the hardest time to be Danny West is probably the 45-day portal window. That's probably uh, what has become the toughest period of time because there's just so much activity. This one is just kind of like a a taste of it for him. It's coming up, but uh, a lot of visitors this past weekend. Visitors coming up. Of course, Arkansas got a big commitment from KJ Jackson, um, the quarterback in this class, and that's a guy that they've been. You know, they've been uh, after for a while now and uh, been one of the top guys that they're after. Um, obviously, Aaron Nolan committed to Ohio State the day before. Uh, K.J. Jackson, it's eerily, it's eerie how similar he is to K.J. Jefferson. You know, he's a similar name, um, about 6'3", 215. It's about what K.J. was. Uh, he's ranked around number 391 ranked prospect in the country, right around four-star status cusp. Um, which is where KJ was. I would say KJ Jackson. I keep saying KJ is a first name, like it's <laughs> going to separate them. I would say KJ Jackson was uh, is more of a polished passer than KJ Jefferson was coming out of high school. KJ Jefferson probably better as a runner, a long strider guy. KJ Jackson can run, uh, but you know I think KJ Jackson threw for like 4,400 yards or something last year, so he's pretty prolific as a passer. Um, yeah, and that isn't all. I mean, they got Juju Pope also, another four-star prospect. Four of the five commitments that they have are four-star recruits. They're doing some real damage in Mississippi uh, with Norwell White, uh, an athlete who's a four-star. Juju Pope, four-star linebacker. Um, so doing some damage in Memphis, uh, in Mississippi, and Deion Stutz is from Memphis, uh, doing some damage in, in Alabama. Kavion Henderson, the top-rated recruit in the class right now, 161 national um, four-star prospect out of Leeds, Alabama. Uh, and then, of course, K.J. Jackson from Montgomery, Alabama. Um, so it's been it's been quite a whirlwind as far as college football recruiting is going. And uh, the portal window is about to open soon, and I'm sure there will be plenty of action there. And, there, I mean, there, there has been. Um, Trill Carter was in town. I mean, they've, they've been hosting visitors, guys that are in the portal already, you know, not entering, you know, the, the 15th. That just is when you can enter the portal. If you're already in the portal, then, you know, you can be recruited just like anybody else. So uh, I've said it very clearly. You know, I think they need two inferior defensive tackles, potentially a linebacker also, although I'm liking the linebacker core more and more, two safeties. 
um, at least two defensive backs, but it would be nice if they just played safety. Um, an offensive lineman, I think, to get the numbers right, a veteran tight end who's bigger, who can catch passes and block as an inline guy. Um, and then after that, I, I think they you know, can, can find best available. What is the exact scholarship number right now, Trey? Is it 77 or 78? I've got them at 77, I believe. Okay. Yeah, 77. So I think I named off like seven positions right there. So that would give them one to spare to spend on best available. But there'll be a guy or two probably popping the portal uh, from Arkansas after spring football's over. I mean, that'll uh, absolutely could happen. So it's not, you know, it's not just Arkansas taking. They'll probably lose a guy here and there. Trey, what are you expecting Saturday for the red-white game? I, I, I don't think Coach Pittman has laid out any kind of outline yet on what can be expected. What kind of format? Or yeah, format? I think it'll be I think it'll be a ones versus twos probably uh, type of deal, and I'm sure they'll do some move the ball. They may work on some third down situational stuff. They may play it just like a real game. They may do uh, where the second team gets points for doing certain things against the the first team. Um, you know, they could just do it offense versus defense. And call those, you know, red team versus white team. Maybe they do it like that, and the defense gets points for stops and stuff. Um, I've seen it done so many different ways. Uh, I was actually uh, pleasantly surprised on Saturday. You know, we ended up getting to watch 80 scrimmage plays. Not yeah. Uh, but it was, I mean, it was still, you know, thudding up and stuff. The running game, you know, they were blowing a pretty early whistle in the running game. If you notice on my stats, there wasn't any runs over 10 yards. So they were they were calling it pretty quick on those. Uh, but, you know, unless if you're a Rocket Sanders especially, you know, they weren't really letting him even get thudded up. And, in fact, I don't even want to see him on Saturday <laughs> in mm-hmm. live contact. Uh, but, you know, just from the scrimmage Saturday, I'll just kind of segue into that. Um, if you want to call it a scrimmage, they didn't do any, like, move the ball. They just they ran plays. Uh, they did a, a little bit of a segment where they do nine versus nine. Yeah, what is that? They That's where they will, like, take two offensive linemen. You know, it might one play it might be the guard and the tackle. The next play it might be, you know, the other guard and the other tackle, or it might be both tackles. They, I think that what they do, the reason they do that is because they're running a lot of plays consecutively, and in a normal game, you know, you're gonna you're gonna hit the sideline and for a break. So I think it's an opportunity for the for the um, you know maybe even especially defensive players because the defensive players, two defensive players will take a knee too, two defensive linemen will take a knee. And I think it's a, a way to just get them rest while you're going because those guys get tired faster, uh, get them rest, and then that allows you to still run a, like a full-speed you know, play with everybody else. So I think that's probably why they do it like that. Uh, but they did run a few plays like that. I think they probably ran all total. I think they probably ran close to 100 plays. I had them at 78 when I said, okay, i got to go, because I had to go get home and, and make the Zoom. We were actually not supposed to be able to watch the whole practice, and then Sam Pittman said, um, you know, probably half hour into it, it's like, I had to just let him stay the whole time. Uh, so, uh, I had to, But I had to get back because they had a Zoom immediately after. But I saw them run, like, you know, three more plays. So I know they ran at least 80. They still had, like, eight or nine minutes left on the on the clock so they probably got up to, to close to 100 plays but uh, some of the things that I would say that I would take away from that uh, I feel like Jacoby Criswell is getting closer to pretty much locking down that second team spot he had a ele- he was 11 of 15 passing Kate Fortin was not was four of nine passing for 56 I had Jacoby 11 for 50 for 11 of 15 for 135 yards with two touchdowns both those there weren't any touchdowns like aside from when they were working in red zone because they were blowing the whistle early you know uh, like there was a couple of times where I thought guys probably would have housed it but they blew the whistle uh, I had KJ 10 of 17 for 157 yards with one touchdown I've broken down you know, the distance of every single play, mm-hmm. the, you know, every play in order, you know, just about every way I can think to break it down. Uh, but uh, I would say, you know, Jacoby probably getting close to locking down that spot. I'm I'm getting pretty close to saying that I think that Isaac Tesla will end up being the leading receiver for them this year. I think that, uh, you know, and you still got, you know, so you've got some guys injured and stuff like that, but, um, you know, Tyrone Broden didn't play and, uh uh, Jaden Wilson's still still out, but I just feel like what Tesla is starting to do is just like I think he's the guy you look at on third and ten, 
And, you know, I think he's probably the, the number one receiver right now. That's where I, th- I, think, I think things are going. He had five catches for 72 yards of the touchdown. He had a play in Pascal before they started running, like, full squad plays, where he caught the ball with one hand, like, on the tip of the ball, two-stepped right before he stepped out of bounds. And what I thought was impressive, he caught the ball with one hand, okay? He never pulled it in to his forearm. He never tucked the ball. He never used his other hand to pull the ball in. He just caught it at the tip hmm. and that, and just held it like that. <laughs> so that shows you a guy with really great hands. Cameron Bibby. Cameron Bibby had a nice showing. He had four catches for 62 yards and two touchdowns. Who's Cameron Bibby? He's a walk-on wide receiver, redshirt freshman. Andrew Armstrong had some good plays, three catches for 73 yards. One of them was a 42-yard uh, catch and run. I think that was more of a, a scramble drill type of thing. Jacoby Criswell had a lot of time. Jalen Braxton was covering him. I think Jalen Braxton, as young D-backs sometimes do, kind of lost his eyes on him and uh, and let him slip out and, uh, and catch that big pass. But um, I would say, you know, it's hard to gleam a whole lot from the running backs. Oh, you know, I, I, I should mention – Luke has is not the starting tight end. You know, he's not listed as starting tight end. He's never been starting tight end unless they come out in 12 personnel. But he's, to me, the starting tight end. I think it's just a matter of time. He had three catches for 49 yards. Um, You know, he was targeted a good bit. I would just say, as far as receiving goes, he's easily their best tight end right now. That's what I think. And uh, he's not the biggest guy, but... That's why I would like to see them go out and get a bigger guy that can maybe catch passes and not only block in you know short yarded situations, but also sneak out and catch a pass. Uh, and I don't think they have a guy that's like you know 260 that could, you know could also be kind of a threat in the passing game. But Luke has to me is a guy that'll do a lot. Sniffer H back, split out wide on occasion. They they threw a, you know threw a shovel pass to him in the scrimmage also. Um, so you know I think that he's a guy to. To watch for that. As far as um, you know, defensively, I, I'm liking the linebackers more and more. Uh, I think I, I think the hope's got to be with those guys, and I, I would still see it like Sim bringing another guy. But I, I think the hope's got to be you've got three games, so maybe you know three games that set up favorably on the schedule. Maybe that's an opportunity for these guys to get a little bit more season before SEC play starts in Baton Rouge uh, in Week Four. I really like Antonio Greer and the conversation we have with him. He just seems like he's got some dog in him, you know, some fight and, you know, some passion about him. And I like that in the linebacker a lot. Uh, I really like what I'm seeing out of Manny Powell. I mean, it was thud up, but he was popping people. Like, he, and, 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 uh, Jordan Crook is another I like, and I've liked Jordan for a long time. Um, you know, and uh, Carson Dean's coming along. So they're just young overall at linebacker. That would be the thing that would concern me. But as far as their ceiling, I think they, as a group, they have a pretty high ceiling. Um, so um, defensive line, they've got a new package where they're, you know, rolling four defensive ends out there. They put Trajan Jeffcoat in. They put John Morgan in at, at defensive tackle. And then on the edge, they have Landon Jackson, who's having a great spring, and Jashad Stewart, those two guys out on the edge. Um, you know, that could be a package that you see in third and long, a package, you know, you see when you know that they're throwing the ball. But it's still, they, they've got to do something at defensive tackle. I mean, you're, you've got a guy injured in Cam Ball right now, but you're going to have players injured. You know, you're not just going to make it through the season unscathed. Last year, you know, proved that in the secondary, but we also saw plenty of injuries at defensive tackle. Um, if you're going to run a four-man front, you need to have enough bodies to be able to do it. And um, it's nothing against any walk-ons, but, I mean, it is, I guess, a little bit, but, you know, you, you can't have, like, 6'2", 267 out there on your second team. And that's what they have right now because they have, you know, an injury to Cam Ball. So they've got to go out there and, and figure something out on the defensive ta- defensive tackle. I really, I've said before, I like what they've got going on at cornerback. Uh, I think that they need some help at safety. I think they, you know, I think you'll see them move. You know, Lorando Johnson, another guy who's got, Lorando Johnson wouldn't give 
credit to any of the wide receivers when asked about how how they're doing and who's standing <laughs> out. He would not he would not give them any credit <laughs> at all. Um, you know, he's another guy that's kind of got a, you know he's got an attitude in a, in a good way. Um, his name Snacks, by the way, it's not an old nickname. It's not old like Nudie got his when he was a little boy. Uh, Snacks got his as a freshman in college. He said he was a little heavy. And um, hmm. he was bringing um, like flaming hot Cheetos or something. <laughs> to, uh, One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But somebody and they started calling him Snacks. But he added uh, he, instead of going S N A C K S, he added two X's at the end to, to give it a little swag. Uh, but he's uh, he's got some swag about him. He said, you know, asked about playing different positions. He says, I don't have a position. I'm a football player. All right. Well, hey, what about trying out safety? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Uh, he's worked a little bit at nickel, but um, they need to bring in. You, I think in this day and age, you need to have you know, 17, 18 scholarship defensive backs. You just if you're going to have five of them back there, that's probably what you need. So, uh, whatever it takes to get them to that number, I think it would be good to get them a couple of safeties. But whatever it takes to get them, you know, up to about 17 defensive backs, then um, they got to do that this off season. Charlie, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Good afternoon, Charlie. How long do you think? Hey, Charlie? Got, oh, can y'all say, hear how long do you think he's been going? <laughs> we got you. We got you, Charlie. Go ahead. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what's going on. Uh, well, Terry, I think you asked one of the. Of course, I'm not sucking up. I do give you a lot of credit. Good question. I'm talking about the offensive line and how. You know, since he's kind of been here, he's kind of, well, maybe since year one. Charlie, you're breaking up badly. Yeah. I'm going to put you on hold, sit the line clears up. Yeah. I think he was giving me props, too, so we want to make sure we get Oh, him yeah, back. we want to get him back for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Brett, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, guys. Uh, I got I got two questions for Trey. Okay. Yeah, the first one is, is kind of on topic. Um I'm not sure how to pronounce the young man's name. I think you said Tesla. Is that correct? Tesla. Tesla. Okay. I yeah, Tesla. You know, like, I've uh, been, uh, Tesla. I, <laughs> hmm. I've been, uh, you know, kind of reading up about him and watched some, some film on him. And, man, what an athlete. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just an, such an interesting story to me, a kid jumping from D2 to the SEC uh, but he just seems to have the swagger and and the ability to do it. How long do you think, uh, Trey? Uh, you know, will it take him some time to adjust to the real live action? I know he's you know going through spring ball and 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 whatnot. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, well, yeah, I actually talked to him about that the other day. I think Tuesday and. One of the a couple of the adjustments is the speed. Obviously, is different in the SEC. He says some of these linebackers out here, it seems like they're as fast as I am. Uh, but also yeah. press man. There's probably people saying, "Oh, press man, that's good." Uh, yeah, they, we see him running a lot of press man, and you know, battling through that bigger physical cornerbacks has also been an, a, an adjustment for him. However, again, he led him in receiving. You know, and it feels like when we do see them and live action, um, you know, even if it's not live tackle, but, you know, thudding up and stuff, it seems like he is a guy that they go to a lot to catch the ball. So, um, you know, even with those obstacles, he's still performing very well. That That is just, just a really cool and the story. D2, and for I, those who don't know, like, why he came D2, yeah. and I asked him about that, I was like, do you feel like you were overlooked? He's like, no, not really. I came from a small Christian school, and in Michigan, and uh, I played quarterback in a wing T offense, so there was no video of me playing wide receiver. So he kind of like just accepts that's how his path was was laid out. So um, it would have been interesting to see like if he was playing wide receiver in high school, you know, where he might have ended up though. Well, I, I just like I said, that's really a fun story. I think to watch. I, I'm really looking forward to watching him. My other question, real quick, is on basketball. Uh, I'm up here in Indiana. I live in Indiana. A lot of the IU fans are really, really excited trying to get, and I don't know where, where all this is. And I'm well aware. Well aware. And, mm-hmm. and uh, they're just, you know, really excited about him. And I'm just like, what happened with him in Arkansas? Uh, I just, I'm hoping he'd come home to Arkansas, seven footer. Just talk about that situation, and I'll hang up. Thank you. 
Yeah, well, Curtis probably be more on top of that. It just doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't seem like that's, and part of it could be, guys. I mean, they're getting Trevon Brazil back, mm-hmm. you know, who's mm-hmm. a very similar, you know, similar build and everything. Um, that that could be a part of it also, that they're getting Brazil back. Uh, they're also getting Jalen Graham back. And we don't know on Makai Mitchell. We know Mikel Mitchell's leaving, but Makai hasn't said anything yet. So, um, you know, it could just be a personnel deal. I'm hearing Makai is staying. I could see that. You know, I, I know those guys obviously are brothers, you know, love each other. Uh, but, you know, their paths are going to take them different direction after, you know, there's going to become a, a time where they're not going to be able mm-hmm. to decide they're going to play together, you know, um, when you, when you you know, try your hand professionally overseas or whatever it, it be for them. Um, so, you know. Makai played a lot more than Mikael did, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, you know had Arkansas not lost Javon Brazil, we we might not have seen Mikael very much at all. So it, it certainly makes sense. But uh, you know, speaking of transfer portal and such, uh, man, Musselman doing work again. Really like yeah. the additions that that he has, uh, uh, Keon Menafield and uh, Tremont Mark. I mean, Mark comes from you know just a winning winning program and you know some of the guys they had in here this weekend also really impressive the young man from butler yep butler via uh temple right no i mean the, he came they had, th- they had three guys in their their backgrounds confused me yeah but, uh, one of them came yeah, from one of them was from, from butler transferring yeah. from now the vcu player committed to um they're going blank auburn yeah, I thought Arkansas oh, got yeah. a got a guy from Washington. They did, Menafield. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Point guard. Uh, Troy, real quick before we run out of time, uh, may not. In fact, I know. Forget that. We're uh, out, out of time. Fast. Yeah. yeah. But uh, what I was going to ask you, and we can talk about it tomorrow, in doing your breakdown, you got incompletions on all the quarterbacks, but it looked like. K.J. Jefferson was about the only quarterback who threw it deep. If you would, talk about that tomorrow. I'll say this. They throw over the middle a lot more. I know people have been asking questions about that, and there was quite a few throws that were over the middle. All right, Trey. We'll talk with you tomorrow. And each Monday, when Morning Mayhem's Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia, presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go-to lunch spot. R.J. Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. Chris, we always talk about lending, but we never talk about those checking and savings accounts. You know, R.J., we have a complete line of deposit products, from free checking to our competitive CD rates, all featuring our state-of-the-art online banking. And not to mention, you got a friendly face when you walk into Southern Bank. Just like the lending side, our retail folks do a fantastic job. Macy, Kristen, Courtney, and Vince are ready to talk to you about what Southern Bank can do for you. Visit them online today at bankwithsouthern.com or call them at 501-424-0900. Southern Bank, member FDIC. Former Razorback baseball player Tyler Spoon on Out of Bounds, presented by First Horizon Bank. With First Horizon Bank grant programs, you may qualify for up to $12,000 in discounts on your next mortgage loan. First Horizon is an equal housing lender and member FDIC. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. (laughs) Are you someone who tries to drive while distracted by your phone? Someone who props it up on the steering wheel or peeks down at it for a glance? More just scrolls and scrolls. If so, you could be the next person to get into a fender bender, get a ticket, veer off the road, or even cause a crash that kills you or someone else. Enough with the phones already. Put them down and pay attention, or pay the price. You drive, you text, you pay. Paid for by NHTSA.
Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. <laughs> and he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> See shelter agents Paul Griffin in Monticello, Paul Killingsworth in Cabot, or John Goins in Little Rock. Roger Scott here. You guys know how much I love the great outdoors. I mean, I am the naked gardener after all. And there's nothing that I love more than my very own lawn and being outside. But let's be honest, when the mosquitoes attack, it can be a real buzzkill. However, a monthly mosquito barrier from my friends at Sanders Ground Essentials can keep those skeeters away, which keeps my deck party going. Call them today at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Sanders Ground Essentials, let's get growing. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. When you're on the road, we're the voices inside your head. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Jared Wagner, thanks to Fat Burger. But first, I want to talk to you about Double B's. Double B's is a great place to work. If you are looking for employment, go to DoubleBees.com and apply online. And uh, have this over the weekend if you hadn't tried it shame on you chester's chicken and i know it can be found at other locations but to me when i go to double b's i just i just say how many how many can i get for this how much i mean i love the drumsticks and i love the chicken breast and then i feast on the big rock pizza that's almost like enough said because I love pizza, too. And if you're looking for a gift, and there is graduation coming up, high school graduation, Double B's has Exxon and Phillips 66 gift cards available. How many times have you heard, I need money for gas. I need money for gas. Well, it'll be a great item right there. You have one of those gift cards. may not last long. You know, these kids run around. But nevertheless, that would be a great, great gift. And don't forget, start your day out with the Bean to Cup coffee. And that is that Renoco coffee. You can grind your selected roast and produce a hot and fresh cup of Renoco coffee. And those monthly specials, they keep getting better and better. Check out the 20-ounce crush, $1.50, 12-ounce so, uh, sunny, uh, I can't say that word. Two for five dollars, and the core water, thirty ounce for two dollars. Just a few of the specials. You'll find it double bees. Where you gas it, grab it, and go make it double bees. And as mentioned, we're now joined by Jared Wagner. Jared, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. I got to ask you about your experience down in Oxford. What was it like? Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't think it was typ- typical uh, Mississippi weather that we had down there. It was kind of rainy all weekend. Obviously, get, we got rained out uh, Thursday night, so it was. Uh, I don't know. It was. It was a good experience. Um, I don't. I think uh, some of the fans stayed at home just because of the weather and stuff. So it was uh, wasn't too of a, too much of a hostile environment, but uh, it was. Uh, it was a. It was a good weekend. Got to ask you first and foremost about the plays in the ninth inning Saturday. You made a catch. Your teammate in the outfield, uh, Josenberger, made a catch. Well, describe that play to us. Nobody on or out, and you got a two-run lead, leadoff man in the ninth. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, those two plays were pretty big uh, in that situation. You know, we were we were in the ninth, and, and Gage uh, Gage Wood was on the mound, and and it was his third inning. Um, some of their better hitters, um, and you know, um, obviously the, the lefty kind of flipped one out to left, 
uh, off the bat, I just didn't really think uh, I had a real good shot at it. And, uh, you know, but getting closer, getting closer, I'm like, ah, I got a chance to dive knowing that that pays right behind me um, if I do miss that baseball. So I was able to make that play, and then Tay made a, a tremendous play kind of in the gap. Uh, he was shaded down the right center field, hit it into the left center, and uh, ran that one down. So, you know, he's a he's a talented outfielder, and, and uh, you know, those are the plays you want to make in the, in the late game. They, they make a big difference. Well, yeah, that probably determined the series. If if you if those catches aren't made, you probably lose Saturday instead. That's how big defense in the outfield is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we got we got faith engaged, but uh, you never know what happens after that. I think had a guy that got a single that that hit, and if those two balls are down, then you know who knows who knows what happens. So we're just uh, we're just glad we made those plays for him, and it was a uh, it was a. Uh, great way to uh in that in that series okay you guys travel first class wherever you go the only bus trip of the year in the hmm. sec what was it like riding the bus five and a half hours back after winning the series <laughs> yeah we got in oh about twelve thirty-one. um you know vibes are good right off the wind you know we're we're hitting the road we're an hour in vibes are good and you know obviously we won so that uh that plays a huge part in that and then uh about two Two three hours down the road, uh, everyone's pretty much exhausted and wishing that we were in our own bed. <laughs> Jared, you're a, you're a veteran player. Uh, how, how do you explain a young man comes out of high school and comes in the SEC like Wood has and and, and is having success? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Wood I think has a, a he's going to have a great career here and in the in the pros. Um, you know, for a freshman coming coming to this school and, and this caliber, this league, it's uh, it's challenging. You know, there's uh, there's a lot of good players, and, and uh, to, to have success, you got to know how to deal with it. Um, you almost have to mature mature quickly, and uh, he's he's doing a good job of that. And uh, I know that a lot of the, the older pitchers have taken mothers' wing, Hunter Holland and uh, Hagen. So. Um, for him to have success, it's awesome for us. We need it. We need him to step up, and he's done a tremendous job when he needed to. So, Jared, talk about the effort that Will McIntyre. We realize he's not maybe quite one hundred percent. Talk about his effort on Saturday. That was a gutty performance. Yeah, that was uh, that was huge for us. Uh, you know, I think he still had a fever, or, or was just a day off of the fever, and. Uh, and I mean, I looked up at the, I looked up at the board, and I'm like, in the fourth inning or whatever, and it was like 30, 30 pitches or thirty five pitches. It just seemed like he was that was the most efficient that I've seen him, and he he's been efficient at that complete game. Um, obviously, if he was feeling better and and uh, uh, he would have went longer in that game, but he he did what he needed to. He he got us into that game, and really just pitched efficiently, uh, made really good pitches, and, and um, got guys out, so that was awesome to see, you know, him being sick all week, and, and really, I don't know how much he was able to throw and, and recover, so that was that was, a, that was a big performance by him, that's something that, uh, that was uh, great for our team. And you mentioned also Hunter, Hunter Holland, he was coming off maybe his worst performance, and boy, did he give you a great start in that first game. Yeah. Yeah, he did a tremendous job, and you know that's what that's what he's a, he's a veteran. He's been around the game, um, and obviously his stuff's really good. Um, yeah, Bama put that put a hurting on him, and and how he responded was great. You know, he just he shook it off and moved on, and and that's what you got to do. You can't you can't dwell too much in the past, uh, even as a hitter as a pitcher. You just got to you got to learn from it and uh, attack your next outing or next uh, next opportunity. So he did he did a tremendous job, and uh, it, was, it was great to see. It looks like Caleb Cali is starting to take control of the third base position. He had arguably as some of the biggest hits this past weekend. Do you think Caleb is finally starting to settle in, Jared? Oh yeah, yeah. I would say I would say so. You know, um, it's been it's been a little little time coming here for him to kind of get uh, get established and stuff. But uh, yeah, this weekend, you know, he hits that backside home run. Um, I don't know what game that was, and then he hits the he hits the one off the batter's eye, just an absolute bomb to center field. 
And uh, that's, I mean, that's that's Caleb Kelly. That's who he is. That's who he was all fall. And, and uh, you know, I just see I see him as a player that that right now he's he's got his confidence back and he's he's uh, he's feeling good. So that's uh, that's awesome for our team. Um, he's a uh, he's a heck of a hitter and, and uh, a player. So uh, it's it's been awesome to see him step up. And I think uh, you're gonna see it uh, continue. He's hit some bombs. You've hit some bombs. But uh, I think he can match you uh, distance. You think so? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, def- <laughs> he definitely can. Uh, some of the farthest balls I've seen hit uh, have came off of his bat. That's for sure um, this fall. But he, he's got some power. He's, he's got a real nice swing that plays the opposite field. And he's got, he's got that backside juice like, like that one ball he hit. Um, so you can continue to see that. And uh, he's just a tremendous hitter. Did y'all see the other day when uh, Giancarlo Stanton hit one hundred and almost seventeen hundred and sixteen point eight miles per hour off the bat? I mean, that's amazing. I did not see that, but wow! (laughs) Yeah, especially with a wood bat. um, I don't know. That's that's some serious strength. That is crazy. I'm sorry, Rick. I didn't mean to interrupt. I don't sit around watching Yankees, Randy. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) They pick at me all the time, Jared, about being a Yankee fan. That's right. So, Jared, did you? Yeah. You guys got got you got to celebrate Easter at home. That that's interesting. What'd you do for Easter? Yeah, we uh, some of the guys got together and we uh, we went to church and then. Basically hung out the rest of the day, kind of rested up. Uh, you know, we got back late, late the night, night before, and uh, I don't know, pretty, pretty low key Easter. You know, made the phone call to mom and dad, and uh, that was that was about it for for me. So um, it was good to go to church with the guys, and and uh, yeah, it was it was a good uh, good day, that's for sure. What do you tell your mom and dad, who I assume still live in Nebraska, about your experience at Arkansas? Well, I mean, they've they've came down to uh, almost every game. I think oh. uh, they haven't missed very many. Um, but yeah, when I call back, I mean, there's I know they're really proud of me, and and uh, you know, I try to I try to do my best to be as, as humble as I can. And uh, but I, I I know they they tell me I'm proud of them, and I just tell them you know this place is uh, it's something else. You know, you don't really can't fully grasp it without without just kind of being in 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 the facility and the program and and yeah i just uh i'm just super grateful i always tell them man it's just like a dream come true being here all right jerry what does it mean to you to sleep in you said you went to church and now there's all kinds of staggered times for church but when you're given an opportunity to sleep in what does that mean to jared <laughs> yeah so i'm a, i'm an early riser uh, I pretty much wake up. My body tells me it's time to wake up about seven seven thirty every morning, mm. and uh, so uh, and yeah, so sleeping in would be uh, I slept in until about eight fifteen, eight thirty, um, <laughs> and then and then uh, yeah, then we went to church. So it was uh, <laughs> that would be uh, considered sleeping in for me. Okay, that's great. Good. Well, where do you get in professional baseball and you're playing games till ten at night and get on a bus and ride for another four hours after that? Yeah, you may sleep in a little later when you get to that stage of life. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I'll have to make a, a transition. Easier said than done, my that's friend. Right. Easier right. said than done. All right, Jared, hang on. We've got one more segment with you, Jared Wagner. Thanks to Fat Burgers. Rick Schaefer, along with Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Arkansas fans, listen for Peyton Stovall Mondays on Out of Bounds this baseball season. Thanks to A-State Construction in Sheridan, building new homes in central Arkansas for over 18 years. 
70 years ago, the king of American muscle cars, Chevrolet's Corvette, was born. Today, the Corvette Stingray is hotter than ever. This month at Saracen Casino, one lucky player will win a breathtaking Stingray. Play in April at Saracen and qualify to win a Corvette Stingray from Smart Chevrolet. Featuring all your favorite games and more, Saracen Casino is the only place to win a new Corvette. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Guys, there are a lot of people out there talking about testosterone, but I want you to do your homework, man. I want you to make sure that you choose a provider that you can trust. The provider that I trust, the provider that I recommend is Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. I've been a client for five plus years now. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone, and they determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether you're a candidate for low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Typically, their annual health assessment is completely covered by health insurance, and I'm telling you folks, they check everything, including PSA, which is your prostate levels, and they check thyroid, liver, and kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and much more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored self-inject treatment that ships directly to you each month. So no need to come to the center each week. Make your health a priority this new year and schedule your annual health assessment at Low T Center today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. LowTCenter, reinventing men's health care. Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. By working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Well, hello. That's enough right there, my good man. Pay attention, you missed a spot. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right, 0% interest on both residential and commercial mower. Now, Bradley, tell them where you can go get your very own Gravely Moor. Well, you can... I'll finish it for you at Chapel Hardware in Pine Bluff or Hoco Turf in Rowland. Big Red has been your favorite neighborhood store over the past 26 years. And so to each of our valued guests that has entered our doors since that time, whether to shop for all your favorites inside the store or just to gas up outside of the pumps, we love serving all of our local communities where we live and work. And of course, it goes without saying that we appreciate each and every one of you for supporting us along the way, too. So on behalf of every one of our over 40 Arkansas family-owned and operated Big Red stores, Thank you. Big Red Stores, still more convenient than ever. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, one of Arkansas's leaders in hay equipment. They handle a full line of Kubota tractors and hay tools, as well as Vermeer hay products. 501-268-1987. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. As Arkansas's community bank, First Security helps people make life better for themselves and for other Arkansans. They focus on helping make our community stronger. Every dollar that stays in the community helps the community through things like new homes and businesses so other people can have better lives. Now, whatever better means to you, you're going to find more of it at First Security. As Arkansas's community bank, First Security is about taking care of customers and making life better right here in Arkansas. So more people can buy a home, run a business, and a whole lot more. Check them out at fsbank.com. Today, that's First Security Bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. And thanks to our friends at Fat Burger, L.A.'s original Fat Burger, made with thick and juicy beef patties. Visit the last great hamburger with locations in Conway and Greenbrier. That's Fat Burger. Thanks to Fat Burger, we have Jared Wagner on each and every week. 
My bad, Raymond. That's right. Jared, you got Tennessee coming in, coming to town this weekend. And I know you got Little Rock uh, the next two days, but uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. But what, what do you know about the no love loss between Arkansas and Tennessee? Yeah. Um, I I know that uh, obviously in the past there's been uh, some disagreements maybe um, <laughs> between coaching staff, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a passionate game. I think uh, you know both teams want to beat each other pretty badly, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to uh, you know it's going to be nice weather finally, and uh, a Friday night game at Bomb is going to be pretty sweet. I think uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the, uh, the atmosphere. It's going to be going to be pretty awesome though. Going to be crazy. Yep. A celebration is becoming more and more accepted in baseball. Uh, it used to be you weren't supposed to make any kind of uh, motions or anything when you did something great, but it's becoming more accepted. But how do you deal with an opponent that sometimes celebration go turns into taunting? How, how do you deal with that as a player? Well, I'd say, I don't know, for me it's... Uh... You know, I, if you do something good, I don't, I don't mind you celebrating it. Uh, you know, I've always kind of been that way. You know, you hit a home run or whatever. Uh, pitcher strikes out somebody, big moment, whatever. Uh, but, uh, when it comes to taunting, you know, it, it can make a player upset. And, uh, you know, you, you don't want to, uh, you don't want to make, I don't know, you, uh, I'd say that uh, when someone's taunting you, you definitely uh, are not happy about it, but you can't let it get too emotional. Where you where you act out, you know, you just got to take it for what it is, I suppose. Jared, two players, and really you could almost throw in Mr. Clutch, Kendall Diggs, but Brady Slavens had a massive grand slam that was huge, and it seemed to uh, get Brady uh on track, and then the same thing for Peyton Stovall. Talk about their play this past weekend against Ole Miss. Yeah, um, you know Brady had that, that big, uh, big home run, and uh, you know it's it's been down to one swing that's going to kind of change things for him. Uh, he's been looking good in practice and stuff, so uh, you know I, I think that uh, you're going to see him kind of get going here, and uh, and for uh, Peyton, you know he's been struggling the last couple weeks, and. Uh, He's uh, been making some some changes, um, and uh, you know he swung it well, well over the weekend. So that's that's really good to see, especially um, with our lineup. Uh, we get some guys rolling, and uh, you know I think you can see our offense become even more explosive than than maybe what it is. I thought Robert Moore may have been one of the best defensive second basemen that's come along in a while at Arkansas. Peyton Stovall may be better. He is making plays yeah. that are simply, at times, uh, amazing. Oh, yeah. He had some incredible plays over the weekend. Um, you know, old Mrs. Stud, um, Gonzalez, he ripped two balls right at him. One was a short hop, and, and you know, he just his, he, he just puts a glove on everything. It seems like he can just vacuum anything that's, that's in his area and then also can finish the play. Um his defense is is the best I've ever seen. I've he's uh, he's just a tremendous player, and, and he just has really good instincts too. So he's uh, it's it's fun to watch for sure. Um, over the weekend, you know, he he really showcased that. So as a team, it was your first weekend with zero errors, mm-hmm. and your team pulled six double plays. How big was that? Yeah, yeah, double plays are such a. I mean, I don't think it gets talked about enough, but. But double plays, I mean, it can kill a uh, can kill a rally or any momentum that a, that a team might have. Um, they're huge plays, and, and uh, you know, especially no outs. You got a guy on first, you walk him, or he gets a hit, and being able to uh, roll a double play is huge. So uh, over the weekend, you know, our defense was definitely playing solid, and, and pitchers made pitches, uh, you know, with a guy on first or whatever, where they could roll that that double play. So that was really good to see. I didn't realize. Dave had that kind of power, uh, and he's showing it from both sides of the plate. Did you realize Tavian had that kind of pop? Uh, I did it coming in to the to the season. You know, he uh, he likes to stay short to the ball and and kind of take it take it uh, to all fields. And then uh, you know, the season comes around, and man, he just puts the barrel on it. And 
been working hard and he's uh yeah he's uh he's hitting hitting the ball hard for sure and uh it's, it's been great to see you know him being able to hit the ball out um it's been uh it's been great for our our lineup and our team back in back in the day our day we used to call it, uh or we what i would have thought a banjo hitter and a banjo hitter just sprays them everywhere and uh but he pulls some I mean, he'll yank the ball. He'll go with the pitch, go opposite field. I've been very impressed with Tavian Josenberger with his approach at the plate. The other guy that continues to stay hot is uh, Jace Morfin. This guy, he's still over 400 and his batting average. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a tremendous hitter. Uh, you know, I think the big thing, and, and for Tay, the big thing for him is, you know, the as a leadoff hitter, he'll he'll battle out, you know, with two strikes and maybe have a six, seven, eight pitch at bat early in the game. But that's just uh, that's killer. You know, you're trying to run pitch counts up and stuff. But uh, yeah, Jace is he's a he's a professional hitter. He uh, yeah he works hard. He's very consistent at what he does. And uh, you know, it's like it just seems like every you know every game he's a, he's a, you know two for four, two for five, whatever. And uh, he's just he's he's a great lefty at bat. So he's uh, he's one of my good friends too on the team. I'd say so. It's been uh, it's been good to see. And then Kendall Diggs this past week, and it seems like he may have only gone in the game one for four, but it seemed like that one hit was key to Arkansas' success. Yeah, that was uh, that was a big moment for him. Um, you know, sometimes. You, you can look at at games and being like, "Well, I only went, I only had one hit, or or whatever." But it it you know the the, the swing that that won the game or, or totally shifted the momentum. And uh, for Diggs, that was that was a huge moment for us. And and uh, you know, it seems like just like throughout our lineup, you know, someone someone's always going to step up and and, and uh, you know come through clutch with with one of those hits, and and we find ways to. Uh, Find ways to scratch runs when we need to. So he's a he's a great great hitter too. Jared, if you would, with all the injuries to the pitchers early, uh, talk about the job that Coach Hobbs has done with the pitching staff. Yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm obviously not around him as as much as uh, maybe maybe you guys think, but uh, you know, I think Hobbs he's a he's a heck of a, a pitching coach. All of those guys really really love him and. You know he's able to develop pitchers and um, develop pitches and, and make you know a good pitch, a great pitch. You know by by adding by changing something, um, you know being able to add spin on it, spin rate stuff like that. Um, but yeah, everyone loves everyone loves Hobbs and he's uh you know we've had obviously some some injuries in our bullpen and stuff, and he's uh, he's done a great job. Well, I hope when we talk with you on Monday, we're talking about a sweep. But I will just take a series win <laughs> over Tennessee. All right, buddy. Have a great week. And uh, we'll talk with you next Monday. Thank you, Jared. Yep. Yep. Thank you, guys. Jared Wagner. Thanks to Fatburger for making all that possible. Coming up next, the man, the legend, Patrick Bradley. Stay tuned. Our hearts go out to the hundreds of people whose homes were damaged or destroyed in the recent tornado. The amount of property loss is overwhelming. We know this is a stressful time, and we're here to help if we can. I want to tell you about a few discounts and low finance rates we have. We have 1.9% financing available.